0: Clearfire here with h and k video game experience with me as always is hollywood cole we're changing up a little again on you so um today in this <laughs> today in this podcast we're gonna uh, throw down a review of castlevania 4 so super hope you guys enjoy it 4. yeah super castlevania 4 so i hope you guys enjoy this uh so what's been going on hollywood
1: man you know um i <laughs> I've been playing, you know, I actually kind of got off of games really This is like probably, um, how many weeks has it been since we recorded one? Maybe two weeks? Almost two weeks, yeah. Ten days it's a, or so. It's,
0: yeah, two-ish weeks almost, so.
1: So I took a little break, but I just wasn't filling games, and I didn't want to force one on everybody, uh, same way I'm sure you were too. And I know we've oh, both, yeah. been, both been busy, but uh, I kind of got off of the games for a little bit. I was playing Octopath Traveler, got a little bored with it. Um, playing Mario Odyssey just with, with, uh, Jacob and really God of War has been my go-to and I just started getting back into it. Now I'm trying to platinum that game Mm -hmm. and, um, I had to play it today. I kind of just pretty much probably played for like three hours today and I just put the headset in and I got the surround sound going. It was pretty fun. But other than that, man, uh, I really don't have much going on, um, been trying to get in the Super NES Mini. Actually, I did start playing uh, Zelda. I did post about it, The Link to the Past, yep. just with the uh, SNES Mini. Sometimes I go back there and play that, especially if I'm bored of the games. Those are a lot of fun to just turn on and just play for a little bit. You know, you don't really have to mm-hmm. spend a whole lot of time on them.
0: Well, my Super NES Mini, I'm looking over here now, it's still on. I haven't even turned it off from when I've been playing Castlevania 4, so... <laughs> yeah, I just left it hooked on. Left it. It on. Yeah, I've been playing it, and i it's been fun, you know, and I actually like the little NES, the Super NES Mini. At first, I didn't think I'd like it because I've got a Super NES sitting up above it, and I was like, man, it's not going to be the same, but, you know, I actually enjoy having just those random games there, being able to turn it off and. Jump right back where I was on whatever game you know I was playing. So it's it's a
1: nice little thing. I enjoy it. So telling you, man, there's magic in a Nintendo product. I mean, when you, even when you turn it on, the music, the way you navigate, yes. the stuff that you don't even think about, but it's just I something know. about it. They know how to just make a fun factor of just scrolling through the games on the on the system.
0: Well, that menu is just so fun, and then getting to see the box art covers of all of them as you scroll through, you just have that nostalgia roll yeah. through, and that's just really nice. You know, I really like how they did it. You know, and I'm really jealous of whoever wins the NES Mini because I don't have one of those yet. I'm really jealous of whoever wins the wins the NES Mini from our contest because they're gonna have something that I don't have yet, and something that I actually do want now. If you check to see if it's
1: if it's like available or is it still
0: rare or is it it's still fairly rare. Like um, I haven't I go, seen any. Um, when I go into my GameStop, they don't have any more right now. Um, some of the Walmarts have some, but when I walk in and go in, there's none there. So it's one of those things of it's, it's kind of hard to come by. Now, I will say the Super NES Mini, I, I do see them now. They're, they're pretty well out there in, 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 um, in the wild. You can find them pretty easy. But... You know, you're just looking at that nostalgia factor there. It's, it's, they're fantastic little systems.
1: Yeah. I like the Super Nintendo. I mean, like I said, like we're talking about, we don't have an NES mini, so I can't really speak to it. It's got 30 games, but, um, I knew the Super Nintendo would be, uh, probably more uh, my alley. And I certainly, I really do like playing that one, but. Um, I don't know if I see an NES Mini. It's kind of like the Super Nintendo Mini when they came out. Uh, right away, it's kind of sold out for six months or so, mm-hmm. and then you started seeing them pop up. I'm sure the NES Mini will probably be the same way, but
0: you'll I'm probably be prob- able I'll probably one get up. one. Yeah, I'm I'm probably going to try to get one as well too. So, but. so
1: we just going. I'll go ahead and talk about the contest real quick while we're thinking about yeah,
0: it. Well, we got two of them still going, so we might as well talk about them both.
1: Okay, so the NES Mini contest is um, we say the secret word. You guys send it to us, you get an entry. And if you like any of our pages, or follow us on Podbean, it's times two multiplier, all the way up to a times eight multiplier. And this uh, day's word is... Alucard. Oh, very nice, Alucard. So, Dracula spelled backwards, that's Dracula's son. So, Alucard is the word, so just send us that, we'll get you entered. Yeah, And what's your and contest?
0: The other contest is for the Black Hole Bomb Mega Man Pop 8-Bit Pop from E3. It's the E3 2018 exclusive pop, and it's a very simple contest. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know the answer. The answer's been stated in several podcasts now, and all you have to do is respond to me, or even to Hollywood, on a private message, hit me up, call me, text me, how whatever whatever way you have to contact any of us, as long as it's not on our Facebook walls, and tell us what two genre of pops I collect. If you can do that, I will send you this Mega Man, Black Hole Bomb, 8-bit style pop that was an E3 exclusive this year. Really simple, really easy, um, so just let me know, and we'll go from there, man. We'll, t- we'll send you out a pop.
1: Cool. All right, so just uh, to clarify, too, Alucard's the word. This is a separate contest, NES one again. Alucard's the word. For this one, this is our third podcast. There's two more right before this one that have all, each also have a word. Um, we're going to do one more after this one, so it'll have four words total, and then we're going to announce the winner. So, yeah. sound good? Yeah, so, sounds good. Yeah, so probably two, two three weeks from now. And, and remember, you can always go back and uh, get those yeah. words and also get your entries. Exactly,
0: you you can send us all the words at one time as long as it is before we record the podcast that we reveal the winner. If you get it to us after we recorded it, it won't count. So we apologize for that, but that's part of the rules, so.
1: All right, so what you were talking about earlier, man, um, about the PlayStation, before we actually started recording, we were just talking about some games and stuff that we're playing. I've been playing God of War, as I mentioned, and just kind of... It's really fun to get stuck on a game, not stuck, but kind of sucked into a game that you just kind of just want to play that game, even though all the other stuff is out there. That's the problem with today. As far as the video games go, there's always a great blockbuster title ready to release in the next week or two, and uh, our updates to other ones like the Monster Hunter or whatever. So it's kind of tough to stick to a game, or at least it is for me. And so it's great to have one like God of War that I really want to try to platinum the game. But anyway... You know, PlayStation. I haven't. I have to delete multiple games. They even tweeted about it the other day. Like, you know, the game will say 18 gigs to download. I'll have 26 free, and then it'll be like not enough space. You know, it depends on the. I don't know why it does that. I know people say you need to have double space and all this, but just random games, it has to have enough. To, I don't know why it has what has to have all that disk space for, but I don't have enough, man. I just got 500 gigs because uh, I got the Destiny version, uh, PS4, and so. There's a new one coming out. You were telling me about some kind of limited yeah. edition with two gig, two terabytes.
0: So it's the new, so it's the new PlayStation 4 Pro that they're going to come out with, and it's a limited edition. They're coming out with because they have recently broke the mild marker. Well, they've actually well past that, but it's a celebration of PlayStation over time from PlayStation One to now, selling over 500 million PlayStations. Whether it's PlayStation One, Two, Three, Four, whatever they've sold over five hundred million copies. So they're <laughs> wow. selling so they're selling this limited edition a uh, limited edition translucent blue PS4 Pro. It comes with the PS4 Pro. It comes with a controller that is also translucent blue and it also comes with the PlayStation camera that you can get for it as well. It comes in this really nice collector's box. When you pull it up it's got a sleeve on it so it's kinda like, you know, they really went all out on it really nice. When you set it up, uh, the P- P- PS4 Pro has kind of that tiered look in the front. It's got a little gold badge on it that tells you what it what number it is. It's limited edition. They're only releasing 50,000 units. I know 50,000 units, it sounds like, oh, man, that's a lot of units. But you got to think about it. When it's a collector's item like this, 50,000 is going to be gone quick. So... Um, if I didn't have a PS4 Pro, I would be jumping on it. But you know, I'm throwing it out to Hollywood, saying, "Man, you got to jump on this. This is it looks, it looks really cool. I think it's really neat." And you know, to commemorate PS4, you know, and the PlayStation as a whole, um, for 500 million units, they're putting this out. So really nice thing. And by the way, it has a two terabyte hard drive in it. It's got the biggest hard drive installed in since you know the inception of the PS4, Pro, uh, PS4, and PS4 Pro. Um, pro's only come up to a terabyte. This one is going to break the mold and come with two terabytes. So very much well worth it. Um, I think the price right now they're going to say is about five hundred dollars. So it's about average price of a PS4 Pro because I think they're what are are they three ninety nine or four ninety nine for the Pros? I can't remember.
1: I can't remember either. I think it's three ninety nine now. Uh, I don't know. But, uh, but
0: $100 more for another terabyte, that's worth it. You're going to pay that much to switch out the drive in any anyway if you ever do switch out a drive. So might as well go ahead and get two terabytes out of it that's already factory formatted by PlayStation, and it'd be great for you. So if you don't have one yet, definitely check that out. I think August 24th is the drop date on it, if not mistaken. And really cool-looking device. I mean, I love PlayStation a lot. I'm a Sony fan, so definitely go check it out if you can.
1: Here's my problem with it like we talked about I guarantee you once it's sold out you could probably put it on eBay and get at least fifteen hundred dollars for it so you could make a thousand dollars for all you collectors or resellers out there um, I don't like resellers just a fact to buy it and then to resell it to pretend you know especially when it's a limited thing like that that's what everybody was doing with the NES mini and all this kind of stuff but um, so I kind of gave you guys a, a bone there if you are a reseller. But yeah. I didn't mean it that way. I meant the point I'm getting at is that when I buy it, um, or if I buy it, I don't want to leave it in the box, you know. But if it's already worth that, you know, you just don't want to get it out it's, and play with yeah, it's it. it's definitely kind of hard to... Hard to <laughs> you know, I want to <laughs> I want to take it out and, and, and have one to play with. I definitely need a Pro just for the terabyte or whatever. And I, you know, and I know, has PS5 been announced yet? Or we're expecting a couple years that it'll be out or... The rumors are
0: flying around, and right now the rumors are sitting at uh, 2020, 2021, somewhere in that time frame. Uh, basically still sitting around the same time frame as what the uh, Xbox, uh, the next Xbox would be. So That's,
1: that's so funny. They're like, we're never going to have a 10-year uh, gaming cycle again. So, okay, well, we'll have an eight-year. <laughs> you know, it's still a long time. Yeah. So it used to be like four years, you know, four or five years. And then, you know, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3 was 10 years, which is a long time, lot of fun and so eight years is still a good i think that's a good uh halfway point you want to get your money's worth out of these consoles you know
0: well i mean you look at it you know you spend four or five hundred bucks on a console and it lasts you eight years that's a pretty good value uh, value ratio in my opinion because if you look at the pc gaming world you you don't have gaming systems that last that long you you squeeze three years max out of it and you're spending that much more or, or even more to get the next big thing i mean graphics cards themselves to get mid level graphics card you're spending 3 to 400 bucks on just the graphics card alone so i mean i think it's i think it's a greater value uh, you definitely have more fun factor in my opinion from a console than pc you definitely have to me i feel like you have more gamers when you have console but i mean once again i'm a console gamer not a pc gamer so i can't really too much delve into that cuz i know world of warcraft massive game and it's nothing but you know pc based and i know that fortnite is very much on the pc as well so
1: so just curious why didn't you get into pc
0: well it was more for the fact that i just never i don't know i just never fell for it you know i did play pc games I actually played a lot of pc games back in the day um before they were online games but when it started doing that and started going more online, you know, I had like gamers like you that were playing on a console and I went to that with the exception of like EverQuest. EverQuest, it never, so it was a fun game, but it never captured me and it never pulled me in and the biggest issue I had with EverQuest was the $15 a month subscription fee. I was a broke college student, high school student. Parents said, I ain't giving you $15 a month for that. So, it was just like, well, do I spend my money on that, or do I spend my money on going to watch movies with my friends and getting me a case <laughs> of beer for the weekend? You know, I mean, it's, it was like I had, the, I had the different priorities. So it was just like, okay, you know, I've got my Nintendo 64 at the time, my PlayStation 1 at the time. I've got those, so why would I need to play on PC as well? So it was just, it was just one of those things where... Based on money, based on timing, it just it never fit in my life, and I never just really got into it at that point. Earlier on, yes, but once it went to more online gamings, so yeah, it just kind of just didn't yeah. fit my cycle.
1: I suppose that you know, I'm kind of thinking about it as you're as you're talking to. I suppose the price point kind of got me too, because I know I used to go over to Dre's house and play these click and point, you know, King's Quest, Police mm-hmm. Quest, the Star Trek game. It was so much fun. Um, and the graphics were awesome, you know, back then, because that was, you know, top-notch. Mm-hmm. And the PC has always been on the cutting edge of the latest graphical technology. But um, but the console is just plug-and-play, man. You know, I didn't have to... A lot of times, you know, if you didn't know about computers, which we didn't back in the day, or I didn't, You know, Windows 95 or something, and I was playing a game on there, and then a little pop up would come up behind there and it interfere with the game and start slowing down, or I'm running something else in the background, and the game's not running at max performance, and blah, blah, blah. I mean, all these different things are just like, dude, how, you know, I just want to be able to put a game in and play it. I don't want to have to check all my settings and check all these, you know, various programs, make sure it's not going to Windows auto update in the middle of my game, you know, this kind of crap. And that just kind of really got to me but uh the plug and play man and the price because even when i got to where i could buy a pc i'm, I'm not going to do it just because i don't want to have to keep up with everything i don't want to have to you know i mean i did play wow and i did play everquest and that was the only two real games that i, I played and got into but
0: but how graphically demanding are they on a
1: exactly everquest was pretty demanding for well i don't know how demanding it is that's going to be re- that's going to be relative to what i know about pc <laughs> obviously if Everybody was running that stuff at max, you know, um, gamma and all this kind of stuff. And I had a little, basically an internet browser, a computer, and I had to put everything down on EverQuest. But uh, World of Warcraft, so I actually bought a computer uh, back in 2000, and I'm trying to think here, 2012, uh, from a friend. He's just trying to get rid of it and had a decent uh, RAM and whatnot. You know, no, nothing special on a video card and, and plugged up WoW and... You know, installed that and played it just full up, man. You know, so it's not demanding at all. So, but,
0: but games like that aren't demanding in comparison to you know your Destinies and your other bigger games like that. No, I sure. mean, it's so it so to me like those aren't as bad. But you know, when you're looking for me for the price point thing was like, you mean I got to pay a monthly fee to do this? Now, of course, I'm saying this, and I pay my yearly subscription to you know PlayStation Network. To play it, but I mean, in in the terms of things, that's half the cost of what it would cost me to play one game, and I can play multiple games. So it's a value over you know cost there.
1: Yeah. Cool. Um, What else you got in the news, man?
0: So something I just want to bring up that's very random and it's uh pretty uh pretty funny in my opinion. Uh, So, so uh, Samsung just recently announced that they're going to release the new Galaxy Note Nine. Um, for most of us here, you know, we're gamers. Don't really too much care about phones. I mean, I do because I'm a technology person. But the reason why I bring this one up is, is because Samsung, a lot of the phones, they do the promotions where if you pre-reserve or pre-order the phone, you get some kind of bonus. Well, the bonus for this one now is is your choice between a wireless AKG headset, which is a really nice set of headphones. You know, pretty nice. Or 15,000 credits in Fortnite.
1: <laughs> 15,000 <laughs> 15,
0: credits in Fortnite. Now, the reason why buy. they're doing this, uh, you can buy pretty much anything at that point. You so, you
1: buy the phone for,
0: for 15,000 credits? No, no, no. You buy the phone, you pre reserve the phone, oh, and as your pre reserve bonus, you get 15,000 credits in Fortnite. The reason why they're doing this is because the Samsung Galaxy Note 9, by my understanding, is going to be the first phone, first Android phone to have Fortnite on it. Now the reason why this is a big deal is because Fortnite is not releasing through Google Play. It's going around Google Play, which of course can create other issues that I'm not going to get into unless you want to hear a podcast on phones and security and all that great stuff, which you probably don't. But nope. if you do, you can t- you could write me and I'll do I'll do one of my fireside chats on that and we'll we'll make that. We'll make that i <laughs> we'll th- I'll make that a thing on my fireside chats and get into the geeky side of technology for you. But I just thought it was funny that you can do that and also too, something else for also for the pre-order bonus if you want both bonuses you can pay extra $99 and get both bonuses so you can get the headphones and 15,000 credits in Fortnite <laughs> the crazy thing out of this is is just Fortnite going to mobile and being more available on mobile it's a great I idea as far it, as man. I don't see it either it's a great idea cuz it's a money grab it's like how much more money can we suck out of the game so but you know, I'm not, just, I'm not a fort I'm not a big fortnite player. I don't play it. Um, I downloaded it, I played four matches and then I um, deleted it off my PlayStation 4. <laughs> it just it wasn't like it just it just didn't it just didn't capture me. You know, if I'm wanting to play a game where I'm supposed to shoot somebody, I don't want to have to build a fort while I'm doing that, you know, because it just feels like it's just too much too much going on at one time. You know that's why I like, that's why I like the idea of PUBG.
1: Now I, I saw somebody yet. across the, across the map on Fortnite, shot at him and they built a the tower <laughs> like like a snap of a finger, <laughs> and they yeah. were in there. I was like, well, all right, well, that is just eased on, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to go in there, exactly sniping. So
0: you know, it's just it's just weird. And then you know, um, I, I like the idea of PUBG. You've got H1Z1, which is now finally coming over to PlayStation from uh, from. Consoles. I'm not sure if it's... Not from consoles, but from PC. I'm not sure if it's coming on to Xbox. I haven't been paying attention to it that much. I haven't been paying attention to much, because like Hollywood, I've just kind of laid low from gaming for a little bit. I've had some health issues come up, and so I've had to deal with that versus playing games. So, Um, But... Fortnite is just this... It's just weird, because it's captured so much right now. I mean, on top of that right now, since I'm speaking about Fortnite something else is in the news is people are paying parents are paying quote unquote trainers to train their kids in Fortnite and paying them like 20 to $30 an hour How to, to be a trainer to, man. To, 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 to train, to be a mentor and teach these kids how to play Fortnite and become a better
1: Fortnite. What is player? the deal with this game, man?
0: It's just, I mean, it, let me, I, Oh, well, let I, let me I don't know. Let me just give know. you my experience real quick. I don't get it.
1: I did the same thing you did. I turned it on and, um, and I and it's cool, you know. I like the characters. I like the dances. I like the riding on the bus it's the Music. I get the concept. You drop off, you know, try to collect your gear as fast as you can. Try to hope you get something cool. Just so a little loot fest right at the beginning, and then you try to. The only way you can get into the action is you got to run to the circle, uh, where that where the you know the, the storm is going to come in. So it's a it's a battle royale. So it's a big stage. You can go the whole game and not see anybody if you want to. Um, and, but it starts shrinking in, shrinking in. There's a safe zone on the map. There's a circle on the map. Everybody just goes there at first. That's the way you're going to run into people. And the object of the game is not to kill. There's no rack and stack at the end that I could see. I got like, I needed to get like five or six kills one game. And I didn't get, I mean, I, I don't know. what I killed the last guy and everything. I don't know what I ranked amongst, amongst everybody. But um, anyway, you go to the circle and there's a dotted line across. that tells you this is enemy territory. is your territory. You can go anywhere. But the only way that I found to have a little bit of enjoyment is to get is to drop down and go around the the circle to the enemy side and try to sneak up on them that way. But you know, it's just kind of a time suck. I tweet. I literally tweeted about this just like two days ago. It's so funny you said that. I said it's just a little time suck because you know it's, it's an okay game. I mean, it's not that the game is not like bad at all. The game is actually really good. The shooters. As far as the shooting mechanics and the jumping, even the building, I get it. Um, people get real good at it. And that's another part of the game you have to learn, just like your aim and all that fast twitch stuff. And so, it's a good game, It's well put together. But I'm just, I guess, I'm just over shooters by this at this point, man. I mean, I just, I mean, I, Call of Duty's coming out, I, but here's here's my prediction. Is all I wanted to get at. All of this to say, I think that the battle royale is a fad, man. I think it's going to. make a lot i a few games. The battle royale. That's the next thing. And as soon as SOCOM 3 comes out, it better not have any Battle Royale. It better be 8-on-8, eight eight, permadeath to the rounds over, best of or seven rounds, first one of seven yes. rounds win. It'd be awesome. It
0: better go back to old school. If it goes back to <laughs> old school, if it goes back to the way SOCOM 1 and 2 were, man, that's going to be so awesome. It'll be so fantastic. because One headshot kills you. Exactly. You know, you don't have like, oh, I can get three headshots on you and you don't fall over. I mean, There's no
1: shield, and none of that. Exactly. You know, you get
0: shot, you die. You know, mm-hmm. you, know you, you get shot and you lose health, it doesn't come back. That's you know, right. that's, that's the thing. I mean, it's because uh, I remember so many times playing the game, running around with whatever the I still can't remember the name of the machine gun pistol that I used. That's a, it's the Model 18. Is it the Model 18?
1: Yeah.
0: You're shooting somebody, and no matter what, you know, I'm killing them or I'm taking off a massive chunk of their health. And then I go find them somewhere else later on the map. And they're running around with, like, a sliver of health still. You know, you lose health, it doesn't come back. That's still some one of those things that kind of just baffles me. It's like, okay, I get shot, but wait, look, my health bar comes back after I get shot. No, you shouldn't have health bar come back. You shouldn't even have health kits to heal you. You you lose your health, you die, you know? It's just one of those things.
1: On SOCOM, a little pistol. that was, it, I don't even know if you could kill anybody for shooting them in the body with it. It took so long. or oh, yeah, so it just weak. takes a I've lot. never seen anybody kill anybody with was shot in the body. But even that gun, one headshot, boop, you're dead. Bullet yes. was a, a master of that headshot with that pistol. Yes, but, and,
0: that's, and that's something that was great about that. And that was something that was fun about shooters then was one headshot, you're dead. couple body shots, you're dead. You lose some health. It's not coming back until the match starts for anew and you know, you have the seven rounds to find out who wins the best of seven. I loved it. It was so much fun doing it
1: like that. And everybody's here's the thing that about it. And I don't want to get too much deep into SOCOM, but I don't I mean you can keep going, but I'm going to say this. Always. So stop. It. But the uh, one thing I liked about SOCOM is that if you die, you know, you're talking to all the dead guys or whatever, but you're watching your team try to win. Mm-hmm. You want your team to win. I mean, it helps your rank and all this kind of stuff. It's better to win. Um, It helps your rank, but anyway, um, everybody's watching you, you know, so if you're that last guy, everybody's watching you, so the point is, the guys that are really good at the game get credit, because everybody's watching you play, and they know, like, hey, this guy's actually really good, instead of just everybody running around, I mean, I don't know how good the guy is that gets 17 and 3 on Call of Duty, you know, the next match, you know, I don't watch him, I mean, if he keeps winning and getting MVP or whatever, but. I mean you get You don't watch a th- strategy you don't watch any of that. On exactly. Call I mean you can
0: get you get 17 and 3 and you do do nothing but camping.
1: You know, yep, or,
0: that's are right. you the, or, you, or or are are you the guy that runs you know, that Leroy Jenkins it and goes out there and just goes to the wall and you're getting 17 and three and you Leroy Jenkins, if you can Leroy Jenkins and get 17 and three, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> Cause that means you're having some strategy. I like so, that Leroy
1: Jenkins. we got to keep that alive, man. It's dying. To...
0: You're you at There's... least, you, you at least, at least have some great skill or you're just the luckiest person ever. If you're Leroy Jenkins and getting <laughs> 17 and three, I mean, it's just one of those
1: things that's just awesome. You know, some people might not know who Leroy is. No, you probably have a lot that don't. So just look it up, Leroy Jenkins, in case you uh, don't know. You got to. You got to. And, you, and
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I just could go forever about SOCOM. And the one of my favorite things about SOCOM was the death lobby that basically just went away. I forgot where it went away at, but, you know, getting to sit there and, like, like Hollywood said, watch your other teammates that are still alive play, and you're talking to all the dead. Whether it's on your team or not, it's everybody in that lobby, and you can talk to both your team and their team.
1: No, I thought in the it was your line. team. Was it just your team? Oh, in the lobby. No, in the lobby, yeah. You oh. can, in the lobby, you can talk to everybody. But That's right. Die, in the lobby, team.
0: in the death lobby, it's just your team. But still, I mean, you, it, it was great because you're sitting there chatting with everybody and watching this guy play, and they have no idea what you're saying about him. You know, and then when they die or when the game's over and they won, it's like all of a sudden their speakers come in to yeah, the lobby, right. everybody's together and it's like, oh my God, it was so, you know, so it, it was awesome because you felt rewarded by that, even if you died, because it was like, everybody's watching you, you know you have that and it's that added pressure too that made it fun.
1: And they also, they did have um, a respawn mode, like just like yeah. Call of Duty, that Nobody played, really. No serious gamer played it, or a serious SOCOM player played it. And probably just because it lagged so bad, but, I mean, you know, whatever. It was terribly laggy. I didn't like it. So, anyway, man, you got anything else or you want to go ahead and get in this Castlevania?
0: I said let's get in this Castlevania. There's not... Like I said, I haven't been paying attention much to the news. If there's something in the news that y'all have heard about it, let us know and we'll bring it up. You know, we, we, we like to hear from y'all. I've enjoyed posting... I know lately you've seen a lot of Sonic stuff, but for some reason all my Sonic stuff has all of a sudden come up from out of nowhere and so I've been posting all my funny Sonic little stuff so hope you enjoy <laughs> that you know once again you know I'm a big you know that that's my retro geek out is is Sega so,
1: so I, I was looking down while you were talking to me one time and showed me on my phone I was replying to somebody's little tweet or whatever but I've been kind of on Twitter lately and uh there was something i i know that's (laughs) pretty fun it's it's hollywood on social media there watch out (laughs) yeah i'm not gonna get into the big part of it but um (laughs) but uh twitter is kind of fun i like twitter uh, you know you get more response on instagram of course but twitter's got its own little community like they're already kind of doing their thing you know they have their little clicks yeah and so but it's fun to kind of comment on stuff and um but I saw a news story on there that I was trying to find. I was going to bring it up, but I can't find it anyway. But that's what I was looking at. But um, anyway, just yeah. If you got, if you go to Hollywood Cole for Twitter, if uh, if you guys want to follow me, it'll be on a link there. But it's a lot of fun. We I just try to make it so where I'm genuinely trying to just enjoy having fun and not try to like tweet for followers and all this kind of stuff. That's what everybody does. He's just uh-huh. trying
0: to stir the pot, don't let him tell you stories. No. <laughs> but uh
1: this guy from we're talking about SOCOM, that's what brought it up. This guy named Jester hit me up and he's got and I saw looked at him, he's got like fifteen thousand followers. And um he uh I said we had a guy named Jester in our class. That's what
0: he was saying, yeah. I was sitting there thinking, I was like, and Is so this the same Jester?
1: Yeah, I asked him, Is this the same one? and he's like, Yeah, yeah, that's me, that's me. I'm like, All right cool, we'll go back on there like the next day he stopped following me. And I'm like, Dude, don't follow to follow crap, you know. And my wife's so sick of me. Why are you talking about Twitter all the time? Every time I bring it up, I hey, say something I saw on Twitter. It's like, God, get off of Twitter. You know, who cares? And, and it's just fun. I think it's some funny stuff. But, um, but man, that kind of – I was hope. and maybe it is the real Jester. He just – I don't know. He, i I checked his stream or his Twitch, and he was playing some building game or something on the computer. I was like, I don't even know what you're doing. So I got off. But he, he plays H-Hour. And um, here I am giving him a plug after his follow-to-follow. But uh, <laughs> but uh, it's H-Hour, though, and it's SOCOM. Find it. Find H-Hour. Find SOCOM on every social network. Like it. Love it. Live it. Because that's where we're going, man. That would be awesome if that <laughs> thing comes back out. I mean, that's all I'll need for oh, here, yeah, as far we'll, as game we'll, goes. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all will be sick and tired of hearing us talk about that because we will just be talking about our antics and all the crazy stuff that we do on there because if SOCOM comes back the way it was when they dropped the new SOCOM, like I said, I think it's coming out next year, but if they drop the new SOCOM and it's anything like the old SOCOM, you will hear
1: some crazy stories because I mean, that's just, that was some fun stuff. (laughs) I'm going to get Revelation 617, the old school Halo killer on there Uh, and uh, he'll be on there to talk about it, I'm sure. But anyway, man, I, we always do this. We always get on this little thing. So let's get back to. Yeah, we get get on tangents. What we're Castlevania
0: Super <laughs> Castlevania
1: Four. Let me make sure <laughs> I say
0: that right. <laughs> super. This was. I don't want to get, get called out. <laughs> well, that
1: well, because is funny because this was in the day. This is what they did. Super. So it's Castlevania One, Two, Three, then Super Castlevania Four. Then you got yeah. uh, what's another Super Super Metroid that comes out. You know. Um, I had so many of these in my head. Oh especially. yeah,
0: I know. It's just like we super, uh, super
1: Super Super Ghost and Ghouls. Super <laughs> Ghost and Ghouls. It's just the name of the game with super in front of it. And it did the same thing with the N sixty four. I'm you surprised know, Mario sixty four, f 64 Zero sixty four, Donkey Call sixty
0: four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm so su- I'm, su- I'm surprised they didn't call it uh, super earthbound or you know, super well, you They know, called whatever. it they
1: called it earthbound sixty four. <laughs> <laughs> this is what they do man they're so creative at Nintendo and then they come up with a Switch so uh, I don't know but what it was back why, then
0: why didn't we have Zelda Switch then
1: yeah exactly <laughs> Zelda <laughs> Switch, Mario Switch All right, but anyway so Super Castlevania 4 and I gotta tell you man this game is like considered a classic and a must-own by a lot of Super Nintendo owners and I will say it is a classic and it's a must-own but I am just not a fan, dude. I am not a fan of this game. What did you think ag- about it?
0: We agree on something.
1: <laughs> okay. So, we'll get let's, we'll get into that in a second. Hold on. I just want to just kind of give some preemptives here. So, how it got built up. So, where do we come to this conclusion here? Not conclusion, but where did we come to this uh idea? Um Castlevania 1. First time I ever played it. I want to just touch on these for a little bit. Castlevania 1.
0: We got to have a little history.
1: Yeah, so NES, I don't know when it came out. It 87, 88, I don't know. Um, the Castlevania one, a friend of mine named Chris Adams, dude, from way back oh, in the Oh, wow. Day, way back in the day. <laughs> I have seen him forever. I think time. he moved to Maryland or something, yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's been like 30 years since I've even heard from this guy. But, anyway, we went to his house. He had an Atari 2600 and a Nintendo. An Atari 2600, we would play uh, that battle game. Uh, is it called War? I think it's called War. We loved that game, but he had, Hey, you want to play Castlevania? I was like, Yeah, sure. And you plug it in, and just like everybody, their first time to play it, it's just immediately brings up, you know, werewolves, Dracula, mummies, the whole awesomeness that it is. And and just like everybody else, think Angry Video Game Nerd even said it, and that's what I used to love about watching his shows is that he kind of brings up stuff that you remember. As a kid, I thought the exact same thing, but when you get to that first bat, you think it's Dracula, and it's not. It's the first boss. You don't know about bosses. You don't know about stages, really, and this kind of stuff. It's the first thing. All right, Castlevania two comes out. It's more open-world RPG. A lot of people hate it, and I don't hate it at all. I think it's kind of cool. I like that. I think it's the first kind of... Uh, and
0: By the way, Castlevania came out May 1st, 1987.
1: Okay. And Castlevania two was more of a... RPG is type, and I thought it was pretty decent. Of course, it has some you know nuances in there about changing day to night. Yeah, granted, that's kind of annoying, but I mean, it's not really that bad. I mean, you don't really think about it while you're playing it. Um, I actually enjoy that one. Then Castlevania Three was the first one that I owned, and that's one where you can start. You get different characters. You can play through it a million different ways because you can pick different paths. Play through it. You get Castle. You get uh, Simon Belmont. Or no, it's not Simon Belmont. I don't. they all of them have a different. They're all the Belmont yeah. family. Cas- Belmont clan. Castle
0: Castlevania two was called Simon's Quest. Yeah, he's he's Simon the only
1: Belmont. one that's Simon. Uh, the other ones, uh, I don't know who it was. Trevor, I think, in uh, Castlevania three. But, you know, it's all the saw the saw the, the Belmont family. I don't know who you are in Super Castlevania four either, but um, one of the Belmonts. But anyway, you can, you are you're, you're one of the Belmonts and then you can you you make friends, you can change him on the fly in Castlevania three. It's so much fun. That's the one that I uh, first one that I got. Um, On when I was a kid and I loved it. I never owned Castlevania Four, Super Castlevania Four. Neither did I. All those old school NES ones I just talked about were just diehard classics. I mean, they are must own. If you play Nintendo, if you call yourself a gamer, you better play Castlevania. Yeah. So. And um, you're,
0: Trev- you're Trevor in three.
1: Yeah. And so. Um, so anyway uh, classic game. So Castlevania four, I remember renting this again from video visions. (laughs) I just always say video visions. I don't know which one i rented it from. Probably Rogers Rogers Rogers.
0: I think say either Rogers Rentals or video visions. (laughs) So pops didn't last too long. So, yeah.
1: (laughs) So, uh, I rented it, played it and I just kind of like, all right, you know, whatever. And, um, got it on the, so that was back, you know, way back in the day. Uh, tried to give it another chance back you know maybe 2012 so really recently as an adult got it on the virtual console for five bucks or whatever same thing man just played a little bit just couldn't get into it so then i got it on the SNES mini played it SNES mini has a save state and i got pretty far i mean um you know because i can save state it then go back and play if i die mm-hmm. um just to try to see what the game's all about. And, yeah, it was enjoyable. I mean, I'll say it was enjoyable. Um, But tried to play it again for this review, man. Got to, like, level three or something, and I was just like, man, I just can't. I am not feeling this game at all. I got to about
0: six. That's where I got it. was to six, and I just was like, "Eh." And it was such a push to get there, and it was just like, ugh. And I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm walking away. I'm done.
1: (laughs) Well, a lot of people will say that if you try to blast through it that it's you know you got to kind of take your time and all this and the difficulty and the difficulty was fair i didn't really think it was Mm -hmm. i mean it's a difficult game but not any more difficult than anything else and i think what does it for me man so let me just explain the game a little bit so i don't i don't really like the graphics of the game i know it's i know it's a 16-bit era but even then like simon's bigger than normal um you know he's used to being you know Taking up a certain amount of the screen. He's super big. I do love the all, like the omnidirectional whip, pretty much. Probably not the right word, but you can whip in like eight different directions, yeah. diagonal, and you got a lot more control of Simon, which I love that part of the game. The controls are great for that. You still got the jump back when you get hit. Um, you still got the settings, uh, uh, the setting of the Castlevania universe with Dracula and all that. But all those things I just explained about playing it as a kid. Yeah, I could, re- I could remember two bosses when I was thinking back. And mm-hmm. one of them is the one, probably because it's burned in my brain, that was in like Nintendo Power back in the day, that big old rock man that you keep hitting. Oh, he turns yeah. into smaller and smaller and smaller ones. He keeps splitting in two every time. And then, of course, the very first guy that's just like a skeleton riding on a skeleton dog or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I went back to watch some of the playthroughs, and then I started remembering remember some of the bosses, like the the couple, the dancing, ghost, that was a really difficult one, um, but man, I just—I don't know what it is. I just can't get into it. But I, th- I think it—I think it's the music, really, personally, because I don't think the people say the music is good. I don't think it's good compared to the old school Castlevanias. Wow, yeah, man, it's not that good.
0: I I, I agree uh, to to that. Um, so my biggest issue is actually what you like the most is the controls. I actually felt the controls were a bit clunky. I mean, you're when a I'm Sonic trying. player, though. I know I'm a Sonic player. I, like, <laughs> so I like. I like. I like I so like you were born
1: l- not knowing what real controls were. Hey, hey don't, <laughs> don't, don't play dirty i am giving now. you a hard time, yeah. that but was, so we've already explained this before.
0: I didn't like the controls in it. You know, it's like when I go to jump. It, it anyway, okay, so it jumps. It jumps decent and everything like that. But it's like. I just felt like it was had slow response time to a lot of my controls. Like, when I was going to do the whip, where you can actually, like, if you throw your whip and you hold down your whip button, you can now start flailing your whip around. Yeah. And you can actually use that to defend uh, shots that are coming in at you. And I was just like, when I would do it, I felt like it had a delay to it. I yeah, felt like it had a I know lag what you're talking about.
1: And I I'm did like, that, too, when I first started playing it.
0: I'm like, why do you have that much lag to it? You know, you're a wired controller. You shouldn't have that much lag. And so it just kind of felt like there was a little bit of clunkiness to it in that, in that form. Um, so I, let I me guess, just, the way you're get, talking
1: about the whip real quick, that's just going to be two seconds, man. I'll let you get right. back to it. But uh, what happened to me with that, when you push the Y and he whips, is this what you're talking about? When I push the Y and he, and he whips, sometimes it would be dangling out there. And you're like, dude, I don't... And it's not doing the damage that I need it to do. I need it to be more responsive than that. But I would hold it down for a second. Anyway, that's what that's what messed me up when I first started playing it. But I kind of got used to it and got, started getting it right there. Yeah.
0: Well, it's just... it's just it, it feels like it's dangling. It feels like it's just a loose limb out there just flailing around. Like, what am I going with this? <laughs> you know? I did like the fact that you do have the... You, do, you can throw the whip in the angles and things like that. That was nice and all that. But it's just like... Okay, there's not really. It wasn't. To me, it was just clunky. I just didn't like the feel of it. I guess, once again, if we get really back to it, um, I play with a scuff now. I'm used to having paddles on the back. I'm used to having that different feel. I guess adjusting from modern to retro is just. it. I, I lag in it a little bit, but, you know, just didn't like it. I mean, I did get all the way to about level six without dying, so. Or without losing all three lives, but. It was just one of those things I just wasn't too, wasn't too happy with that way it felt. And the other thing that kind of bugged me was is, so you're running through here. If you get hit, of course, you lose some of your health and everything. But there was no determinate time of when you would have items drop that would heal you. It was just random, never really, okay, I know if I go over here, I can get, you know, a piece of meat to eat to heal me. So if you lost some life, it was like, oh, crap, I might have to go through this entire board with
1: lost life. So that was kind of,
0: eh, okay. Yeah, you got to bust and, the
1: walls and all that. Yeah, hope it's, and Hope is hidden in there.
0: Exactly. And then so it was just kind of, eh, about that. And, you know, I did like some of the secondary weapons. That's nice and everything. But I think, I think it's kind of odd that, you know, you get secondary weapons and for you to use them, you have to have hearts. Well, in almost every other game, hearts heal you. And this one, hearts are what you use to use your secondary weapon. So it's just like, to me, that was like, why are you being so against the norm on that? Which, I mean, okay, great. You have to have some way to mark, you know, the use of your secondary weapons. But when I get a heart, I'm expecting to get healed. You know, that's almost one of those expectations, you know? And that wasn't happening, you know, because hearts are basically the equivalent of mushrooms in Super Mario World, because that would be your equivalent right there. So you're just not getting that heal, and it's just like, it was just kind of weird for me. It's like, why why'd you have to use hearts for your yeah, weapon that's, marker?
1: they've been doing that since the first Cap- Castlevania. They, t- I think the Castlevania, um, what really is weird is the Castlevania, um, I'm trying to remember off off the cuff here, Adventure, I think, for Game Boy, which would have come out before this, um, A Heart Was Life. You know, So they kind of switched it up that way. But all the other old school NES games where hearts were... Item, so I guess that just didn't really phase me. That's just kind of what it's used to. Well,
0: I guess just from from not um, playing Castlevania for so long and not just having it fresh on my memory. That was just you know just playing it, just trying to trying to have that fresh experience because you know I want to make sure I have a good fresh raw experience for 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 us for the podcast here. So I mean, and and to Hollywood too, you know the music. Okay, yeah, great. <laughs> it, it it fits into where you're at as being part of. You know, Dracula and everything, but it's just it's it's kind of out of place. It's it's like uh, it fits, but it's out of place at the same time. It's it it's just not.
1: Well, so I
0: could I could think of tons of other Nintendo games, Super Nintendo games. The music is flawless. Super Mario World. When you play that, you get on top of Yoshi. You know you're on top of Yoshi because you have that little kind of like. Um, drum more music or whatever, and they have that different music every time something happens. When time starts running out, you have, you know, the speed-up music and everything. It just had the whole environmental thing. And it's like, okay, Castlevania, were you just trying... Castlevania Super Castlevania 4, were you just trying to relive Nintendo and relive your old Castlevania ways? Or were you actually trying to come in? And to me, I felt like that the graphics on Castlevania 4 were too much, like Castlevania one, two, and three, and they didn't do enough to come to the new environment. Because you take Mario for example, look at the way Super Mario changed from Nintendo to NES. You know, it should—that's just, just one of the fresh ones I have off my mind that were on both. And look at how they changed. Look at it, Zelda. You know, look at it went from the, you know, even bo- even though they were both top down. Map style games. Look at the graphics change. Yeah, just I mean, the jump. Yeah, lo- that's a good point. That's the kind of. Yeah, the, that's kind of. Look at the. You too. look at the music from Zelda from Nintendo to Super Nintendo. What happened to Castlevania on that? You know. Well, the, the, let me the, let me
1: focus on the music here for a minute. So we keep, go ahead. So we keep coming back to it, and if I, can, if I can find a way to bring in the music here, I would uh, to just show you guys the difference. I mean, you got. Songs like "Bloody Tears" and all these—I mean, look at Super Guitar Bros do a do a medley for Castlevania mm-hmm. and Castlevania III is just beautifully, well-written, um, masterfully written, written um, music that puts you in a, in the place. And I think this one does too, but it's not masterfully written, I don't think. But people it, love it, the music. But it, you know that part that's like da da da, da 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 da. I mean, it's like. That's it, has not, that does not get me excited. <laughs> it doesn't put it me in It feels like it's a copy
0: and paste from the, from Nintendo to Super Nintendo. I don't
1: think so with the music, because the Nintendo music was awesome, and this music sucks.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. It didn't grow anywhere. And, you know, I don't think.
1: All right, so I did get a hold of some music, and so I'll give you guys some examples here. So I want you to listen to Castlevania, Super Castlevania first, and then I'm going to give you some NES examples. And um, just kind of listen to the upbeat you know kind of i don't know just it just sounds better to me on the nes just the kind of overall feel of the music versus the snes um castlevania version uh castlevania 4 but obviously the sound quality in terms of just the amount of different sounds that can be presented at one time is better on the super nintendo but just the writing of the songs i think and i think it's just not quite the same i don't think it's up to par and I'll let you guys uh, judge for yourselves, of course. But I'm going to play you a couple of Castlevania 4 songs, and then I'm going to put in some um, some Castlevania from the NES to end with Bloody Tears. And to be fair, the Super Nintendo version did have uh, a um, Bloody Tears as well. And I'll close out the whole podcast with that one so you guys can compare them. So enjoy.
0: I think the music like, sucks, but I don't think that it did any improvements. Like I think it stayed flat
1: cuz no, like, I agree look, with you that it didn't cause, improve cause, as much as cause, the other games.
0: Cuz cuz look at look at look at the what Nintendo did. For three games, it made classic music that just fit it and everything. And I feel like they tried to basically take what they did with 1, 2, and 3 and just dump it onto 4. You know, and w- with music everything because it's like there's just too much it just didn't feel like you didn't grow enough going from one generation of consoles to the next. I mean, come on, look, you doubled your graphics. You went from an 8-bit to a 16-bit format. And it still kind of looks the same. I mean, yeah, you've got a little extra in there, but you still have... You know, you don't have that sharpness that you got from Mario to Super Mario, from Zelda to Link to the Past. You know, you don't have those... Nice changes that just made it look better. So
1: no, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, but it is real early in the console. But I mean, so was Zelda, so was Mario. I, I mean, I, I exactly. agree hundred uh, percent. And they didn't upgrade as much as they did Mario three to I mean, Super Mario World to Zelda. Obviously, link, ga- link to the one past. Ga-
0: one game that we played like Zelda cr- two. Crazy when the Super Nintendo first came out. Pilot Wings. Look how good that game looked. It looked great for for what it was it looked great but yet look at castlevania i don't feel like they stepped up to the plate you know and and i and it was so funny because it's like i played the game before i read like what the critics had to say about the game so i wanted to make sure that i didn't have any sway and so i play the game and then i look, look and read and i'm like whoa this is like considered one of the best and it's arguably one of the best games of all time i'm like Dude, what kind of stuff were you smoking when you wrote this article? Because it's like, yeah, it's yeah, I can see where it can be a fun game, but when I play through it, I can definitely not see myself coming back to play this game. You know, I don't, I don't feel pulled in. Link well, to the past, link to the past. I could go play it a hundred times because, I mean, heck, how many times do we spend hours just picking up pots trying to find things? Picking up chickens to throw chickens just for the heck of it because we thought it was hilarious, you know, just little things like that. And and I don't think that Castlevania four had those pieces in it. I mean, it it didn't capture us enough for either me or you to buy it. I mean, that's a big sign to me
1: right there. That's true. Yeah, I mean, it is considered a classic, and even, even people that do consider it a classic will usually tell you that there's a lot of nostalgia involved because I'm sure a ton of people bought it because it's Castlevania. And that is a, you know, one of the, ten was well, Konami, but it's still, I mean, I, I bet a lot of people would consider that a Nintendo IP, it's actually Konami, but, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's always been on Nintendo consoles, and that's it, well, they've, they've had some on PlayStation now, but, uh, and, the Lord, and actually the Lord of Shadows that came out was mm-hmm. sick, I love that game, Castlevania Lord of Shadows, Xbox 360, probably on PlayStation, is on PlayStation 3 as well, Awesome game great uh, story and everything then here comes Lord of Shadows 2 where you get to play as Dracula and you're fighting like robots and stuff it's like dude come on man who's gonna play that or who wants to play uh, Dracula when you're gonna be fighting robots you know or mech <laughs> it's so weird yeah so yeah that's a great point though man that we didn't never we never bought. Super Castlevania. I had no desire to get it, even though we played it. But it was still kind of like, okay, I was the same way. It's Castlevania, great, let's get it. Um But we did not, and so we I don't know what it is, man. I go back and I go back the two, and play
0: it. Between the two of us, we had the three Castlevanias on Nintendo. Yeah, so, so. It just, I mean, it just shows you to me, it shows us just it, it didn't have it didn't have the fun factor. Didn't have that replayability.
1: So anyway, so but I mean, we needed some solid points about why it didn't have that playability. I don't really know any. Didn't have that replayability. I don't really know any other than I don't think the graphics were that good. I don't really care about that. Um, there's a lot of great games without graphics that what are were that there good, to,
0: what What was there to go back and find?
1: Well, I'm just saying there's nothing memorable about it to me. That's
0: what I'm saying. I mean, most of the things that when we went back and played, we had to find things again. Because, like, let's just take Zelda, for instance. You didn't always find everything in Zelda when you played it the first time in A Link to the Past. You know, you hear from other people, hey, did you find this? And you're like, wait, no, I didn't find that. And you go back and you play the game again to try to find that. You know, it didn't have those secrets in it. There weren't any well, so, secrets. Yeah, I mean, you know,
1: here's one for you. It kind of plays on that point you're talking about. Castlevania II, the RPG-ish one, um, where it's kind of a that's kind of the first attempt at this Symphony of the Night type, uh, which is a whole other game that we need to get into at one point. It's one yeah. of my favorite games ever. Some Metroidvania type, obviously. Um, they tried to start doing that with Castlevania II. It wasn't as good, of course, but it still was fun. There's different ways to play it, just like you're saying. Castlevania 3 There's different ways to play it. You can get different characters at uh, random times. You can go through the game not finding a character. You can say, I'm going to go all the way through it with um, the little wizard or the little thief. i sorry, I don't remember their names. Grant or something like that's the thief, and the wizard starts with an S, I think, but I can't remember. But then Alucard, you can get Alucard as well. Mm-hmm. Different ways to do it. And then Castlevania Super... Ca- excuse me, Super Castlevania 4 comes out one way through. Mm-hmm. So, yep, I mean, that's, that's could be but I mean yeah whatever reason I remember I was, just the thing that stuck with me <laughs> with the music is that I think I was on so the, the levels are you know 1-1 1-2 1-3 I think I was on 1-3 and at some point I was kind of stopped what I was doing it's like a jazz flute like busted in on the music <laughs> yeah, <I> know <laughs> you exactly know what it's just like about. what is yeah, this it's it's like, jazz flute like, this does I'm not at, really fit
0: I'm in a cave and you're gonna play me jazz
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like this some so jazz flute in sense. there <laughs> And uh, I was like, man, I just don't get it, man. So that's my take on the game, man. And I know that usually when you, if you tuned in for a Castlevania 4, Super Castlevania 4, uh, really to relive and enjoy. And I hope you do enjoy it. There's nothing wrong with the game. So let me just be, let me just clarify here. I do think it's a classic game. I do think it is a must-own for a Super there, Nintendo owner. There's I a reason that, it's
0: on the Nintendo. Well, there's a reason there's on the SNES Mini.
1: Yeah, and, and um, I don't know. I don't think I own it or not. I don't know. It's worth. So on eBay, it goes for 30, a little over 30 bucks right now. Loose. A loose copy. So it's in demand. Um, and a lot of people enjoy this game. A ton of people enjoy this game. I don't see anything wrong with it as far as a game perspective. I'm not going to hate on it or anything like that. I'm just trying to say that I didn't feel that game. And i got to be honest with this review. I don't want to get on here and just start blowing up a, a good game because I expect everybody's going to like it. Um, i got to be honest. It just didn't stick with me uh, for those reasons that we mentioned, but um, I can certainly see the fun factor in it for other people. And it is, a you know, if you feel like it, I can go back and play it through. I do kind of want to finish it, just to say I did. And um, But it's not one that strikes me like, oh, I really want to play Super Castlevania right now as much as it does Zelda, uh, Final Fantasies, um, any of the other ones. Super Metroid was a phenomenal game we already reviewed. Um, so, that's just my that's just my take on it, man. It sounds like you had a kind of similar I, one.
0: I'm kind of the same way because it's just, you know, what 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 is there to draw me in? Don't get me wrong. I'm a big fan of vampires, the Dracula storyline. I love vampire movies, love vampire shows, all that kind of stuff. But it just it just didn't suck me in. It just didn't have anything that captivated me to say, hey, this storyline is amazing. Let's play it again. Or hey, there's some secrets that we need to find. Let's play it again. You know, and I hate to say this, I really hate to say this in Hollywood. You're going to smack me across the screen for uh-huh. this. Destiny pulls me in more than this game would pull me in. Uh-huh. You know, and, and, and de- de- you know, I, it, it you just, didn't it's just say Destiny a, Two, so we're okay. De- Destiny Two, even Destiny Two. You know, because because <laughs> because that's funny because you know I actually had a fun time playing it last night. I played it last night, but it's just one of those things where it's like. Is it a classic game? Yes. I'm not denying that. Yes, it's a classic game. It has its place in history. There's a reason why people say it's a great game. There's a reason why people have their opinion on it. But we also have our opinion, too. And our opinion is it's just, it's not, it's not it doesn't fit our fun factor. What's going to make us come back and play it? You know, what is there for me to find? What is there for me to do? I mean, I remember one of the Castlevanias, if you type in, the card is your name, it's a secret thing that you get to do something in. Am I correct
1: in saying that? I know you can type in, um, I don't I think I don't think that's correct. Uh, um, I think you're thinking about, um, probably because I named myself Alucard every time I played Symphony of the Night when you were yeah. over there. <laughs> so you probably thought I was so good at playing it that I had to have some uh, kind of cheat code involved. Who knows? But no, uh, one of the cheat codes for Castlevania three was help me, and you get 10, 10 lives instead of like okay. three or whatever. So, and there may be one that I'm unaware of, but I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, and there
0: might be, but... You know, it's just one of those games that, you know, we felt like, okay, we can just go rent this from the game store, play it, and then put it back and not have to worry about it. You know, we're not going to be killing ourselves to try to go play it again. You know, we're not going to be worrying about playing it again. If we want to play it again, we'll just go rent it again. You know, it's one of those things. And from what I played of it, you know, there's only, what, 11 levels in it, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I've never gotten, I think there's how far
1: into the game I am.
0: I think there's 11 levels in it. So, I mean, when you're looking at that, 11 levels, I played it for 30-ish minutes, maybe an hour tops, and I was already at
1: 6. So, I mean... Well, that's just standard for back in that day, you know. But oh,
0: I know. I know. Most games back in the day... There's it's no really
1: save, is it? Yeah. I mean... You well, just, not that I remember. There's a password. Well, you, you
0: have the passwords. You have the password. So, you get a password. You do have a continue, but if you turn your game console off, then your continue's gone. You've got to use your password, kind of like the Mega Man passwords
1: and stuff. But... It's designed I mean, to be able to play through in one if you are good exactly. at it in one sitting. So it's
0: supposed to be a one sitting game, but it's just like you know with Mega Man's Mega Man X. You, you're supposed to be able to play through that in one sitting. It's a good oh, game. I'll crush that in one sitting, but it's a blast. You'll go back oh, and play no. it
1: again. That's one of the best games ever. Well, yeah, I hate to I compare it to that. Well, well no, I'm just saying.
0: The, well, the thing is, is you know if we're talking about people that say best games ever, people say that this is one of the, arguably one of the best games ever. Yeah. Look at Mega Man X. Mega Man X is, by far, I love that game. That's on the top of my list at all times. I mean, Hollywood can tell you this is one of the games I just loved all the time. Loved playing it. And, I'm sorry, but Castlevania IV. Super Castlevania Four. Make sure I say that right, so I don't offend anybody out there. But, Super Castlevania four is definitely not one what of What do you give it out of
1: ten? What out of ten?
0: Maybe a four or five. Oh, I mean, seriously, dude. I'm dang serious. That, like, I just... I just
1: I, okay. I'll, so what I'll would be you give Mega Man X?
0: Mega Man X is a 10 out of 10. Okay. Uh, that's, that's my 10 out of 10. I'm sorry. It is. It's one of my 10 out of 10s. I love it. would go back and play it all the time. I mean, heck, I got it on my my uh, Nintendo Switch so I can carry it around and play with me because I like it that much. I would still know? give
1: Castlevania, Super Castlevania, probably a 7. I mean, I think it's a decent game. It just never I mean, gripped me.
0: Honestly, I probably, I probably would give it close to a 6. You know, I don't know if I could go to 7 on it, but I could probably give it about a 6. Just because, could I play it? Yes. Did I hate it? No. Well, I mean, did I hate it? No. Do I just not really care about playing it again? I really I don't really care about playing it again.
1: Yeah, and it's hard to go back, since we didn't play it at the beginning. And usually, here on the H&K Video Game Experience, we always talk about our experience With the game at the beginning and this is our experience with the game at the beginning but you usually have some nostalgia mixed in this one not so much but i mean that necessarily to me that gives me a more honest review because super metroid had no nostalgia i think that's a great game um i love that game um and there was no nostalgia at all with that game so I, i played it just about as much as i played super castlevania so
0: I just get frustrated with Super Metroid. That's all my problem was with it. You know, it it looked cool. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I, I like the graphics in it better than I like the graphics in uh, Castlevania Four.
1: Well, I always like those. Uh, if somebody puts a review about an indie game that says it's a Metroid, or what is it? Yeah, Metroidvania game like Hollow Knight. I still got to go back and play. Everybody loves that game. Um,
0: Hollow Knight still looks a lot of fun.
1: It's a Metroidvania, and so I I got to play it at some point. Everybody raves about it. And I'm sure I'll like it. It's a Metroidvania, which it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Say Metroidvania again. I can hear my wife saying that as soon as I play this podcast for. Oh yeah. It. But um, <clears throat> anyway, closing thoughts.
0: Um, well, one thing it's it's more news than closing thought on this is one thing I want to add since we're talking about Castlevania is I want to let y'all know that in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, because that's a game that's near and dear to my heart, that's fixing to come out in December for the Nintendo Switch, you can actually play as Simon Belmont or Richter Belmont. They're actually adding those two characters into <laughs> that. So I just wanted to add that note in there. And they play just m-
1: the same in every single Castlevania. I wonder what they're going to be different. So, I wonder how they're going to be different.
0: Well, it, it looks like it's going to be pretty interesting. Just I'm sure another, it will. It's just interesting. Add, it's cool. Yeah, add, adding another character into that. But um, closing thoughts... You know, Castlevania 4. You know, probably for its time, probably was a nice game. Nothing that really captivated me. Didn't captivate me then, then enough to either beg my parents to help me get this game or collect enough money to go buy this game on my own by doing uh, chores around the house. But did and capture me enough to go rent it, at least. Um, even now, I'm just... I'm not... Aching to go over there and grab my controller and play it again. So, too many, too many iffy things for me on the game. Um, Most, a lot of other people probably are going to differ from me on this, which I'm fine with. I like that. I like having different opinions. But just, it's definitely not a top game for me. Sorry, guys.
1: All right, cool. Well, there you have it. Uh, Hit us up with the word Alucard to get your entry in for that SNES, excuse me, NES mini contest. And uh, hit follow us on Twitter for some interesting game chat. Also, let us know what we can review next time uh, via Twitter, Facebook, or whatever. If you just know or know us, hit us up with a text or something. We're all good with it, and uh, we'll try to get that on here. And so, don't
0: forget about the Mega Man Black Hole Bomb uh, Pop that's also up for contest. All you got to do is tell me what two pops what two genre of pops I collect.
1: All right. Appreciate you guys listening. Take care, everyone.